HealthWise. Hello everyone, this is Thomas Coyer. And this is Sarah Kane. And we'd like to welcome you to Episode 7 of the HealthWise Report. Um, we're going to start this report with an issue with the Chinese. Here they come again. In the past, um, the country has had quite a few problems with the Chinese, especially in the last couple of years. We started off with having melamine in infant formula. Uh, well, I think it's still there, Sarah and like 90% of the infant formulas, but that's uh, being handled by the FDA as a PR problem, not not a health problem. That's true. They, remember, they actually had a conference with these companies to tell the companies how to handle it with the press if it leaked out. Well, yeah, and then at first there was no... Uh, melamine was just a poison, and it was seen as that, and then all of a sudden the FDA came out and said that the melamine was at acceptable levels. Well, you know... The children's livers are kind of expendable anyway. I mean, it's kind of like their, their, their tonsils and their spleen. Appendix. And appendix. You know, they're, they're just useful, useless appendages, right? Yeah. I mean, they don't really need it. The sad thing is, is when these kids who are poisoned with melamine with their infant formula, they don't realize there's no connection made there to yeah. the melamine because the liver failures and, and serious diseases that kidney develop, failure, yeah. yeah, kidney failure and other serious diseases that develop, they develop three to four years later, long after they're off the formula. And so nobody draws the connection there. Well, it's always like that. I mean, because that they really are at fairly low levels, it's low enough to cause a slow death or slow open yeah, it's, failure. It's, like it's a, not instantaneous. It's a cumulative toxin. That exactly. way, you know, one dose may not get you, but dozens and dozens of doses will because each time you do it you multiply the amount that's in your body and apparently the body cannot excrete it's one of those toxins that just mm -hmm. accumulates yep and it's sad we made a video about infant formula uh, people might want to look up on google video yes we did explaining just how toxic they are it's it's like one of the most deadly foods i mean it, it is i mean it, they use stuff that, that they use to treat the highways with to de-ice them uh-huh I mean, horrible, and, and, and I'm not talking about salt and, and dirt like we think we put on highways. No, the, these are industrial de-icing chemicals like you use for washer fluid um, and, and other things that well, it just blows me away. The thing was, we intended on going to the grocery store and looking for the thing that had the worst ingredients mm -hmm. and then doing a report on that, and we came home with infant formula. Uh, and that was the worst product we could find at a grocery store. Yeah. It was the single most deadly product we could find. And that is absolutely incredible. It's another reason if you're a, a 
expectant mother or a potential mother-to-be, you should breastfeed. There's, yep. there's just no, no other way about it. You, you need to breastfeed. Okay, it's the only safe option. And this stuff they make in the lab, even the good ingredients, there's like two, right? Out of the three yeah. dozen ingredients, there's like two two good ingredients in it. Mm-hmm. Even the good ingredients don't match what's in the breast milk. I mean, you you cannot, basically, you, you can't do God's work in the laboratory. Yep. You, you can't match it. The, the breast milk is designed for babies. It has all the right proteins. It even has antibiotics in it. And I'm not talking about amoxicillin when I say antibiotics in it. Not crap that's made from molds and other toxic spores. No, I mean, actual, real antibiotics, natural ones, that work without side effects. And actually boost the immune system. That actually boost instead of hamper the immune system in the long term. Yeah, and I know some people would like to go to um, an organic baby formula, and I personally recommend against that, because not only is it not as natural as you think it is, but it often <coughs> contains soy, which is, well, one of the most harmful things you can give to your child. Yeah. And will, well, it will give them almost a death sentence at some point in their life, growing up on, especially soy-based formulas, it, is it, known to cause long-term health problems. If, if, the, if the child is a female, mm-hmm. and you give them a soy for, formula, you virtually guarantee that she will grow up as a young lady or, or an older lady <laughs> that has hypothyroidism. Yes. And and possibly endometriosis as well. I mean, you virtually guarantee it. The rates are epidemic out there. For some of you ladies that are listening in, um, you might want to check into hypothyroidism, read up on it, look at the symptoms, because if you're having trouble losing weight, which most women are nowadays, there's really really good chance you have hypothyroidism it's it's become the norm yes it has and in addition on the organic formula a lot of it has been shown to have melamine in it too a lot of it also comes from china of course well well didn't they uh they got caught with putting antifreeze in toothpaste too as a sweetener yes they did yeah and people go out and buy these products they think well this is crest this is procter and gamble i don't have to worry about it well it's those big companies it's those very big companies that are shipping everything in from china they're sending everything they can to china Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's they actually get tax breaks for doing that. They actually make more money because the government rewards them for sending this work overseas. I find that incredible. That's, that's like treason. You know that? I consider I mean, that really high is. treason, yes. But that that's the way it works. And so it's like the bigger the company, the greater your risk, in fact. Yeah. Even if it doesn't say made in China, it doesn't mean anything. For instance, let's, let's take Crest. I'm not sure if Crest had the antifreeze in it. Do you remember? Um... I don't remember specific brands. In fact, I don't even think they publicized most of the brands. Yeah, they they, they try to cover that up. It's that was big another. PR thing. It was another PR problem, wasn't it, for yes, the it FDA? Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is the toothpaste doesn't have to be quote made in China. Okay, it doesn't matter if the ingredients come from China and then they're mixed together here. Then technically, it's made in America, and they can say it's made in America. Uh, but that doesn't mean the ingredients aren't poisonous. And there's the packaging too. I mean, really. With a lot of the packaging nowadays and the stuff that leaks out of it, I mean, the Chinese control our plastic supply. Plastics? Yes. But that's another topic, isn't it? Well, if you're putting a, a toothpaste into a, a, something made from China, mm-hmm. which is happening a lot of the time now, and the, the chemicals in the plastic are leaching right into the product, they can poison it just as well that way. In fact, that's how the lunchbox scandal got started. Oh, uh, yeah. It like actually the, the lead was like actually the whole, inside the plastic. Yeah, like the whole BPA thing. Uh-huh, exactly. Oh, well, that that's nothing. That You're just scratching the surface there, Sarah. I mean, BPA and the other plastic toxins are bad, but they don't compare to the fact that they're actually coating toys down with lead. Yeah, well, yep. That, that can't be accidental. 
Well, the There's toys, no way that can be accidental. Remember, the toys happened at Christmas. Yeah, yeah, that's the interesting thing. The toys they found coming from China were laced with lead at Christmas time. Yeah. It wasn't like that before Christmas, that they started boosting lead levels at Christmas. And then they started boosting the lead levels in the lunchboxes. Just, just before school just started. Just before school started. And that's not a coincidence. That, what that cannot possibly be a coincidence. Mm-hmm. Um, in previous generations, I think all ties and contact with China would have been cut off by the United States, and possibly this would have been seen as an act of war. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the deal is. I don't know if, if the Chinese government just hates us that much or if they're trying to weaken us so that if there ever is a war, that we'll be sufficiently weakened, dumbed down, and sickly so that we stand very little chance at you know, fighting them. Well, it always seems to affect the children's products most of all. I don't know if you noticed that. But like, maybe, like maybe some sinister evil person at the top is thinking, we're not going to do anything now. We're going to, we're going to make friends with them, like keep our enemies close now. Get and in a, genera- in a generation from now, mm-hmm. they'll be easy pickings. Yep. And, you know, I don't want to sound like, you know, a crazy conspiracy theorist about this, but the pattern's there, people. If, if you've researched this stuff like we do, the pattern is there. And there's just too much happening to, for this to be a coincidence. Yeah. Tell us about the uh, medical particles now, Sarah. Yeah, um, some of you may have seen it on the news. Um, there's been a new drug recall, and it's happening specifically to um, children's products. And by that, I mean like children's Tylenol and children's Benadryl and uh, cough syrup, that sort of thing. And they've found that not only will uh, are the active ingredients either higher or lower, but the inactive ingredients may contain things that have not been fully approved, like tiny metal specks. And I quote that, we don't know what the metal specks are. Mm-hmm. I mean, are they lead? Are they aluminum? Oh, God only knows, Sarah. And people don't realize, the FDA and other regulatory agencies are very lax about the, quote, inactive ingredients. That's how they sneak stuff through. Because the, quote, inactive ingredients, they don't matter. They're not supposed to do anything. But in actuality, if you go to your local pharmacy and start picking stuff up off the shelves, you'll quickly learn that the inactive ingredients often have a, a bigger effect than the so-called active ingredient and this is done on purpose it's supposed to it's like a smoke and mirrors mm-hmm. magic thing you know like don't look what's up this sleeve pay attention to this other hand you're supposed to notice the active ingredient that's yeah. supposed to stand out and then in the fine print the inactive ingredients you know they, they're not supposed to do anything well that's the difference between a brand name and a generic drug with the brand name you know that it was that particular product that passed with a set of inactive ingredients but when you get a generic it has a whole different set of inactive ingredients so therefore that the product has never actually been tested well yeah that is a very good point sir that is a very good point and you know just watch these quote inactive ingredients that is one of their sneaky tricks that they use you know the inactive ingredients really aren't tested much if at all because you know they're just there as quote fillers yeah it's it's part of the the word game and manipulation games that they play. Yeah, but I think it's really sick. They're going after children now again, and um, finally it's made the news a little bit. But I think it'll probably be hushed up fairly soon. Oh gosh, you know. We're just waiting for the next children's item to be poisoned, and then everyone will just turn away and pretend yeah, not to well, notice. Well, well, the, the, the mainstream media is nothing but a weapon of mass distraction. I mean, yep. you know. If it gets too big, you know, the FDA or whoever will tell the media companies that they need to concentrate more on a Britney Spears story. Or um, the other night there was one about a girl who who made a dress out of Starburst wrappers. That was hard-hitting news. Whenever you see crap like that on the on the TV, you know what's happening. What they're trying to do is distract you away from whatever the real news is. 
I would say medical metal particles and children's items and and other common products like toothpaste, antifreeze and toothpaste, melamine and baby formula. To me, call me crazy, but but I think that's hard hitting news. I think I people think ought so to be hearing too. about it. People should hear about it all the time. Basically, you know, people who have children and the. I mean, how do you know what to buy anymore? It, it's it, terrible. You know, it, I mean. It, yeah, you have to take like a Geiger counter with you to go and buy your kids' toys. Well, I mean, well, if if you're a parent out there, you, you know, you you try to be a good, responsible parent. You want your kid to grow up healthy and as smart as can be. Um, and I and I hope everybody listening is like that. <laughs> you know, there's some that aren't, but it'd mm-hmm. be nice. You really need to go buy your presents online. Yeah. If you go buy your presents online, you can find stuff that is made in a in a country that doesn't poison children. Yeah. You can find old school toys that aren't toxic, that aren't made of plastic, and that's what we do now. I yeah. mean, we go to Christmas, um, we just, there's no point in going to Walmart. There's no point in going to Toys R Us, because the, poi, the toy is most likely toxic, it's 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 cheesy, it's, it's easy to break, mm-hmm. and, you know, likely poisonous too. Yeah, they're poor quality in so many different ways now. Standards have been dropped in the last 10, 20 years so much, it's incredible. Yeah, the the Chinese practically own us now, mm-hmm. but um, you you really need to be vigilant if you're a parent. Yes. I mean, they are trying. There is a, there is an there is an open policy of poisoning children. If you don't believe me, if you don't believe that this is not a problem for them, just go, you know, rummage through the news for the Chinese and their own poisoning. They have absolutely no respect for human life. None whatsoever. They they kill their own people, poison their own people by the thousands, and they think nothing of it. And I'm, I'm not trying to say all Chinese people are bad, okay? I know there are some very fine Chinese people out there. People I would be honored to, to call friends. I know that. But the people at the top in China are like a thousand times more sinister than our evil people at the top. Yeah. Well, it's like if you go into a major grocery store like Walmart, they often have a big um, board with all the different recalls going on. And you'll have some from the United States. You've got a whole wall of it sometimes. Yeah, you'll have some from the United States, which will have like an electrical problem. It'll stop working or it may even catch on fire. Mechanical or electrical. A mistake in the design. Exactly. But you get one from China, and it's always in excessive levels of lead. Uh, some or some other poison. Yeah, exactly. It's always a poison. They're always poisoned, yes. They're even using poison paints to paint the plastic toys. And how long has it been that people have known that you just don't use lead paint? Uh-huh. You don't, but, but apparently they have entire production facilities over there making truckloads of lead-based paint. And they're, they're fine with that. Mm-hmm. That's what They put it on the toys. Yeah. Are you an embarrassment on the dance floor? Do you confuse state capitals, make runny scrambled eggs, and read too many celebrity gossip magazines? Do you drink milk straight from the carton, think trigonometry is a planet, and snore louder than a Kodiak bear? Well, if you answered yes to any of the above questions, you may have what it takes to adopt a teen from foster care. Because teens don't need perfection, they need you. So if you bite your nails like they're a snack food, think an MP3 is a computer virus, can't tell a right angle from an acute, constantly lose the remote, can't parallel park, confuse hip-hop with double dutch, and are afraid of spiders, dentists, and clowns, it's okay. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. There are thousands of teens in foster care who would love to put up with you. For more information on how you can adopt, call 1-888-200-4005 or go to adoptuskids.org. Okay, Sarah, 
Is it true that there has been another miraculous breakthrough in medical science? Yes, actually it is. The FDA is all excited about this new technology. Well, well do tell, Sarah. Drug, I must hear this. Drug companies are excited. Websites are just touting this great I, thing. I'm getting excited just hearing it. Go yeah, ahead. Please tell. See, there's a new prostate cancer vaccine. Really? There is. And it's so effective that it will boost your lifespan for four months. A cancer vaccine. A cancer vaccine, that's right. As that, if cancer that is... is a miracle breakthrough, isn't it? I think so, because since cancer is not a bacteria or some sort or of pathogen, virus, it's not a virus. Not fungus. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the body's own cells. Yes. So how do you make someone immune to their own cells? Yes, yeah, since cancer is a completely natural thing that is known to live in the body, in a perfectly healthy body anyway, I think it's quite the medical breakthrough. Yeah, we all have cancer. Yes. Everybody who breathes has cancer, but because most of us have a, a reasonably well-functioning immune system, the body, you know, eliminates the cancer cells at roughly the rate they come in. Exactly. You know, so we have no symptoms, no problems. It's, it's all part of a natural process. Cancer, of course, only occurs in an immune-compromised patient, one who is overloaded with toxins, a poor diet, his body's experiencing acidosis, and or the person's been exposed to enough radiation. Yeah. Um, of course, benzene helps too. That's in the soft drinks and in your microwaved foods. Um, yeah. So radiolytic compounds. Yeah, yeah. Those people get cancer. Their their body gets overwhelmed, and what's rich is is the usual protocols of chemotherapy. I can't even call. It, I can't even believe they call it therapy. What it does to a person. Yeah. With chemotherapy and radiation, of course, only makes it worse. These things are actually immune suppressants. Yes. And we need to talk about immune suppressants, too. But like with the benzene and the microwaves and everything else, it's like when you microwave your food, are you treating your cancer with the microwave radiation, or are you making it worse with the benzene coming out of the foods? And would it be best just to stick your head in the door and turn it on? You know, that way you could self-treat. Yeah, there's, these, there's some people that I've read. I read some celebrity a while ago who was saying that they were getting radiation therapy, and the whole time while they were getting it, they were wondering... Doesn't radiation cause cancer? Really? Yeah, I yeah. mean... Well, considering that um, they've known that since uh, Madame Curie, uh, you know, to me it's kind of an obvious conclusion. Yeah, I mean... She died of it, by the way. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. But, well, are you going to go on to this or we're going to move on to immune suppressants? you have any more to say? Well, not really. I mean, it, it's known to um, boost the survival time for four months on average. I, I'll bet it does. Can you imagine uh, uh, really, what that, that four months would be like well, after this experimental vaccine? I, I expect that during that, that extra four months, if it were really true, that the patients are probably feeling so well. They're dancing in the streets, clapping and singing, thank you, Big Pharma. Something you know, like that, yeah. I, I imagine it's just like that. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine, if, if this actually works, the suffering they're putting people in? I, I wonder what the ratio of people are. That they do survive a little extra time like this because their immune system is so freaking crippled that they're worse off than an AIDS patient. I'm wondering if they end up during that three or four month period just begging to die every day, begging for someone to kill them. You know, I wouldn't be at all surprised. And Big Pharma will see that as a great breakthrough because yeah. they survive. And, and, and people may not pick up on what I'm saying here. You see, the problem is, is a vaccine is designed to hyperstimulate the immune system. What you do is you put in whatever you want to create immunity for into the body. But with that, you put in what's it called? Adjuvant? Adjuvicants? Adjuvicants. You put in adjuvicants, which are chemicals 
which stimulate the immune system. They're like mild toxins. And when you combine the two, the thing you're trying to immunize for with these chemicals, what you want to do is train the body's immune system to associate danger. Just so you know, mercury is one of those. Yeah, mercury is one of those. You're training the immune system to associate danger so that it becomes hyperactive whenever that thing comes into the body, that Mm -hmm. pathogen or whatever. That's the basic principle. It's why people have latex allergies now, particularly in the medical community. It's why people are allergic to to peanuts, peanuts, eggs. It's ridiculous. They're like allergic to everything but water now. And it's because they put these food items in the vaccines. Peanut oil is in vaccines. Peanut oil. Yeah, exactly. The peanut oil is what's causing the peanut allergies. Exactly. I mean, pretty much any new allergy that you can think of that's just become really popularized, you can look it up and you'll find it in a vaccine. And these allergies, of course, didn't exist before in history. No. Never existed. You see, most people who they have allergic reactions, they don't realize them. They're low level. It's like the case of ADD kids or, or even ADD adults. Mm-hmm. The problem with ADD people is, is they're so toxic that their immune system is hyperactive. We think of allergies as creating physical symptoms like hives and runny nose and runny eyes. And by the way, ADD people are more prone to that sort of thing too. But there are also other symptoms of allergies. They can cause mental effects, mental confusion, um, hyperactivity, extreme mood swings. Problems concentrating. Just like candida causes because it also fills the body with toxins. Now, I'm not trying to draw connections between ADD and vaccines, but there probably is one. But what I'm trying to tell people is that this is a can of worms, that it is hard to define just how much damage they do. I mean, we know there's serious damage. We know that with autism. We, we know that it causes autism. And I'm so tired of hearing people say that there's no, there's no connection because there is. It's undeniable. And one of the most popular articles we ever wrote was about the Amish. People may find it interesting that the Amish don't get autism. Those that don't vaccinate, which is the majority of them. Yeah, there's like that 1%. Yeah, the other thing, there's like three known cases of people who had uh, Amish who had autism, and they actually were part of the newer generation who decided to get some vaccines. Yeah, to try to pressure them, somebody, somebody up high poisoned some of their well water with the polio virus mm-hmm. to try to induce polio in the Amish community to basically commit bioterrorism to, to get them to take their vaccines mm-hmm. because the story about the Amish, the, the, st- st- the st- oh, I statistics? statistics there, they have become a major embarrassment. Yes. But per- per- perhaps to understand some of what we're talking about here or what we were talking about just a moment ago, about what vaccines do to people and how the pharmaceuticals work, why don't you pick up with immunosuppressants, Sarah, and explain to them the connection there and how that applies to even the -the over-the-counter stuff they're taking. Well, sure. See, an immunosuppressant is something that, as it sounds, is designed to suppress the immune system. Most people have a problem not with the fact that they're ill, that they're sick, but with the fact they're having the symptoms of that. And that's what people want. They want a quick fix, that easy pill to make it go away. Yes, they do. And that's basically what an immune suppressant is, which is what most pharmaceuticals now have in them. They're there to beat the immune system down so it's no longer showing any symptoms. Now, internally, you're still sick. And it's getting worse. And it's constantly getting worse. And with each of these that you take... Let me, let me give you a quick example, okay? Let me, let me, you, you take a, let's just say an antibiotic for an illness. Yep. Sore throat, whatever, strap throat. You take an antibiotic and you feel better within days and you think, wow, this is great medicine. It, it knocked that virus right out, or that, that bacteria right mm-hmm. out in most cases, okay? And you're just feeling good and happy, and you just want to thank the doctor. You wish you could pay him more, all right? Well, 
it's not that it cured you. There was no cure there. It didn't kill the bacteria. In fact, even with the best antibiotics in the world, they will not kill the bacteria. They may weaken it. They, they make it a less hospitable environment in the body so the body's own immune system can lock on better and kill it, okay? And that's the way it used to work. Nowadays, the antibiotics don't do so much. What they do is they include immunosuppressants so that they suppress the immune system. So you actually feel better. Your symptoms go away because your immune system is being suppressed. The immune system is what's causing all these problems. It's what's causing the runny nose. It's what's causing the cough. It's doing its job. It's doing its job. You know, we think of these as terrible things, and, and they, they are actually, but they're also good things, okay? It's all part of the process of cleaning the body out. Now, when you take an immunosuppressant, the problem is, is you, you train the body to ignore that bacteria or whatever other pathogen is in you, so you actually end up being sick longer. You may not feel it as badly. And some of you will think, well, well that, that's fine. I'm, as long as I feel better and can function better, so what? Well, the problem is, over the long term, you get sick four to five times as often. Yes. Okay? And you get sick worse. It, it, it trains you to be something of a drug addict because next time you get sick, it's going to be much worse. And you're going to need those drugs. Yeah. Okay, it's all convenient. It's like it's immune like system build- has been massively weakened. Yeah, it's it's like building that that um, addiction. What people don't realize are there there are toxins too. People think that medical science has come so far. It's so great. Refined. It's so refined that the science is there. Okay, and then they look back to the olden days when penicillin was made from mold. You know, <laughs> and they they snicker about that. Let me let me tell you something, people. It's still made from mold. That's where they get it. Okay, for an antibiotic to, to work, it has to be a bioreactive toxin. Mm-hmm. And really, the only place they can find that is in moles and fungi and so forth. Mm-hmm. They extract these things. And, of course, um, these things are hard to flush out of the body. I mean, you're, you're not just breathing it through pollen anymore. Or yeah, actually, or, or actually not, not pollen, but the, the mold spores in the air. You're not just breathing it in anymore. You're actually swallowing it. You're, you're actually compressing, condensing, concentrating it. Lots of mold and then taking All it in a pill. All this stuff and taking it in a pill. And this stuff is difficult for the body to identify because it's not natural. It never went into the body like that. Yeah. Okay, it, it never was designed to. The, the body was never designed to handle that. And this, some of these chemicals stay in the, these natural chemicals, mm-hmm. stay in the body like, forever practically until you you know start cleansing or something and your health is forever impaired after that yeah and when you've got lots of toxins in your body that, that it can't eliminate till you gain weight yeah yeah the body tries to store can't eliminate are stored inside your fat yeah which is the, why it's so difficult for people to, another reason that it's so difficult for people to lose weight yeah. now one way to remember that it's like an oyster when it gets an impurity in it like a grain of sand it has to put layers over it to protect itself that's the way the body works with fat Mm-hmm. It uses fat cells to surround toxic material or absorb toxic materials. Yep. In much the well, same way a scar is used to protect an area that, you know, the body severely injured. is severely injured that the body detects that it needs major major protection on. Yes. But the, the whole thing about immunosuppressants, it's like this, and this is just how stupid it is. Okay? You know, if you stomp your toe or something, it can put you in a lot of pain. All right. One quick way to forget the pain in that toe is to take a hammer and hit another toe. Yeah. That's the way immunosuppressants work. They're poisonous, they're toxic, and because they're poisonous and they're toxic, they get the body to concentrate on eliminating them instead, instead of, of 
instead of real infection. Instead of the infection that it needs to be paying attention to. Yep. It is exactly like that. And people think, this is crazy, or some of our listeners may think this is crazy. You can't train the immune system like that. Well, yes, you can. The whole vaccine thing is proof that you can train the immune system to do things. But I would say more often than not, they're training it to do things that they never intended it to do. Yeah, exactly. And that there's more, there's more liability to benefit there. In yeah, most cases. Absolutely. Especially with like diseases like polio, which haven't been seen like in this country since 1972, mm. I believe. Mm-hmm. Well, every case now that occurs is like from the vaccine. Yes, yeah, the vaccine strain. The vaccine causes it. Mm-hmm. Um, you're much more likely to catch polio from the vaccine than you are out in the wild. And for some reason, they never mention that, do they? No. In fact, what was that? The, what was it, the American Academy of Pediatrics? They have a form now, a form, like a paper form. Yes. That they have now that are passing out to pediatricians, trying to get pediatricians to get parents to sign that basically makes them sound and look like negligent parents if they don't get their vaccines. Yeah. It's another thing we wrote you about. You accept the fact that you're placing your child at intense risk. and you know, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, if, if you folks see one of those or know anybody that's had one put in front of them, you and your friend, make sure that you do not sign those forms. Those forms are an admission that you are a negligent parent. Now, we know just as well as you are that if you don't get your child vaccinated, that's not what that means. Mm-hmm. We consider you more responsible, and, and you are because you're more responsible, more educated, and you're not just going with the flow because everybody else said so. But they're trying to get people to sign something now that essentially admits they're negligent parents and they're refusing critical medical care for their child. Yeah, there's no law that says you have to sign those forms. Oh, no, no, but, but they'll pretend like you have to. Yeah. Do not be afraid to tell the doctor to go straight to hell. Mm-hmm. Really, if you have to, because that doctor is trying to get you to sign something that he can use against you that may get your children taken away from you. Mm-hmm. Okay? Do not sign it. Okay? Know your rights and know that in, in virtually every state you can opt out of vaccines. Yes. You can opt out of There's philosophical, there's religious exemptions, all sorts of exemptions that you can take and you're not required to sign anything and you're not required, you're not required to explain yourself at all. You don't have to, especially you don't have to explain yourself to your doctor. Uh-huh. No. He doesn't no. have to have anything. Yeah. Yeah, people have come to be afraid of their doctors. They think of them as high priests. Yeah, now if you put in your child in the public school, then you'll need to, you know, leave a letter with them letting them know that you're not getting your child vaccinated because of this religious exemption or philosophical, philosophical mm-hmm. exemption exists in the law. But yeah. You don't need to say what your religious beliefs are. There's none of that. It's not necessary. And you shouldn't. You shouldn't leave them anything to challenge you with. Mm-hmm. Back to the prostate cancer vaccine. Now that you know about immunosuppressants, you'd know that if it really were to work, then it would actually work like an immunostimulant. In other words, it would make you extremely sick, like um, AIDS on steroids. Yeah, which, as you're dying with prostate cancer combined, that has to be one hell of a ride. Yeah, can you imagine suffering for four months like that? I think if I were in that condition, I would first shoot the doctor and the nurses involved and then shoot myself, you know, and then they could talk junk about me in the paper or whatever. But at least I could go out feeling that... You'd done the world of service? I'd done the world of service. Justice was done. If, if that were done to me. Yeah, absolutely. I can't think of anything worse than an immune stimulant whilst you're dying of prostate cancer. Prostate cancer. cancer. Yeah. It's, a, it's freaking incredible. Yes, it's sick. You know, Sarah, one thing that really warms my heart is that in this country... There are so many caring corporations that are trying to help people, you know, sick people who are looking for cures and stuff. Uh, 
I mean, take Tic Tac, for instance, okay? Uh-huh. Tic Tac, the list on Tic Tac reads like the chemistry set that I had when I was like six. Yeah. It Actually, I think Tic Tac has more in it. Of course, two-thirds of those are carcinogens, but Tic Tac is making up for it now. They're, they're actually donating money for the cure. Yeah, they've got their... T- they're pink um, Tic Tacs now pink that are ribbon. dyed The pink with, ribbon campaign? Well, yeah, but they actually made the whole Tic Tacs pink with red food coloring. With, oh my, not Red 40, is it? It is. Is it Red 40? It's Red 40 that they with, use. Nothing says they care. Like nothing that. says a company cares like Red 40. Exactly. You know, about cancer, that is. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they're not the only ones. No, no they're KFC. <laughs> they won our Restaurant of the Year award Yes, like they did. Year. Yes, they did. Yep. And they truly deserved it. Yes, they do. They got like MSG listed four times in their basic chicken. Yeah, if you well, there's when you buy chicken, there's you're actually buying more MSG <laughs> per weight and volume than you are chicken. Uh huh. I mean, they like that crusty stuff on it. It's like molded out of like pure MSG, concentrated MSG. Well, you can actually inject the MSG, you know, salt combination into the chicken too. Jokes I, aside, I, I think they do. They, they really do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, actually, put that into it's, the it's chicken. It's not enough to, to soak skin. it and bake it in it, but then they take needles and, and actually inject, inject the it in. How would you like to be the person at the factory doing that? That would be good. Could you imagine sitting there with a pair of latex gloves and hypodermic needles? Injecting the chicken as it goes by and praying to God that you don't accidentally prick yourself with that stuff. I can't even imagine. And they, they probably have the full space suit on. What do you think? Mm-hmm. I imagine they do. Um, there's, oh, my gosh. I see that Denny's is now... Fun- they, get, they get the pink buckets now, KFC. Yes, Have you seen the bright pink buckets? I, I did see that, yes. Yeah, it, just, it just warms your heart that they care so much, doesn't it? They are a very, they're, very caring corporation. Yeah, they're, they're working towards that elusive cure that they have no idea what's causing these cancers. Yeah. And that... And they have no idea why KFC people have a higher proportion of cancer rates than and people, heart who, disease. And the people that don't eat at KFC. Yeah. yeah, and heart disease too, and just about everything you could think of. Yeah, they, they can't figure it out. No, nope, no idea. Now Denny's is um, sponsoring the Michael J. Fox Foundation. Oh my, Michael is, J. Fox. Which is for Parkinson's disease. I was a big fan of his in my youth. Did I ever mention that? No, I don't think you did. Yeah, I did. He started off on a show called Family Ties. Uh huh. It was really good. Anyway, I'm sorry, sir. Go ahead. Yeah, so they're supporting Parkinson's disease and donating money to them. And the, then the Michael J. Fox <laughs> Foundation has just gone with over $200 million, I don't remember the exact amount, and given that to different well, research for the cure. Well, you know who, who's doing the research, right? The pharmaceutical Big companies. Pharma. Yeah. Doesn't that work out great for them? That works out really great. So as long as they don't find the cure, then lots more money it's, will it's be coming like, in. It's like the chemical companies. Mm-hmm create the chemicals that cause the diseases, and then they perpetually get funding to, quote, find the cure for these same diseases. And, and, and this gets better, at the same time, then they get paid perpetually for, quote, treatments of these diseases that they just can't find the cures to. Yeah, it, we should do like a cycle, a it, diagram it's like cycle. The, yeah. yeah, it's like a cycle. It, it reminds me of the original Batman movie. You know, with the Joker poisoning products. Yes. Yeah, it's like toothpaste combined with deodorant won't do it, but but uh-huh. combined with hairspray and you know air freshener, you know, causes whatever the toxic reaction. Yeah. It's just it's just incredible, and and if you notice these companies that are 
quote, looking for the cure. In every case, these are the, the, the very companies causing the cancers. Yeah, what I found rich was that it's the deodorant companies that are sponsoring the breast cancer. Yeah, because yeah, they, they all have aluminum in them, don't they? They do, and they've been known as a direct tie made between deodorants and breast cancer. Because you, you, you rub it under your arms, and it, goes straight and it absorbs through the skin, and goes straight to the lymph nodes and breasts. Mm-hmm. Okay? And, and let me tell you something, people. If it gets in your breasts, you're one of the lucky ones. Okay, if you're one of the unlucky ones, you'll be using deodorant for years, and the the aluminum will leach into your lymph nodes. And um, once that happens, you're probably a goner. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's so rich. It's like how um, Dow Chemical did a run for the cure. Oh, no, 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 sorry. <laughs> run for water. Run for clean water event. <laughs> now, that's rich. I don't know if you, you all know about this, but the Bhopal catastrophe, the big pesticide plant that blew up. Is yeah, they set off a pesticide bomb in the middle of India. Yes, they did. And not only did, you know, thousands of people die from it, but now the water supply is permanently contaminated with pesticides. Mm. And you've got these little kids drinking this pesticide-laced water. Oh, well, not just that, but you're having the kids being born with, like, three heads and forearms and crap. I yes, mean, you are. It's like something out of a horror movie. And Dow does nothing about it, but then sponsors the whole clean water thing? You're, you're kidding, right? It, I mean, it's, it's like... They played a part in Asian Orange. Well, they're obviously competing with Monsanto. I mean, they're, they're trying to, to compete with Monsanto. See who, yeah, uh-huh. See who can be the, the greatest evil empire. Uh-huh. I think it's safe to say that whenever a company is um, supporting the, the cure... Watch out. Watch out. Watch Stay out. as far away from that They are an evil can. company, and they're lying. Yeah. They the, the last thing they want is a cure because they're already involved with the chemical industry 99% of the time. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'll be honest to goodness, if you could track it down and maybe this is something you could we, or we could research into, Sarah, I'll bet KFC pays more for chemicals to put in their chicken than they pay for chicken. What do you want to bet? I'm sure they do. I'll bet they're good and tight with the uh, chemical industry like that. I'm sure they are. Um I just, it's so rich the way these companies do this, yeah. and so yeah, you should definitely. And they only they only sell Pepsi products, right? Yeah. Isn't that true? I think I think they're Pepsi only. I believe so. And Pepsi products are always with benzene. <laughs> I mean, now I'm not encouraging salt drink usage, but if you're going to drink Coke or Pepsi, go go the Coke route, okay? Because at least it's not with benzene. It's no, there's no benzene in there, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, just just be sure to take something to shift your pH back and so forth and you'll you'll be okay maybe maybe drink a bunch of uh lemonade lemonade or <laughs> homemade lemonade that is or, or pineapple juice or something yeah. later in the day and uh, you should be able to to shield yourself from a hit but but benzene it's yeah. in pepsi and in most of the pepsi products uh-huh. and i don't even think we have time to go into benzene no it's like just behind radiation and fluoride but as i will as toxicity. say i will say never ever drink diet drinks or you'll end up like michael j fox Exactly, and that's something else we should probably mention to people who, you know, didn't bother to read our site, mm-hmm. um, the story of Parkinson's. Yes. We um, we discovered the cause of Parkinson's, even though Michael J. Fox with his $200 million can't. And the reason they can't find the cure is because they're not really looking for it. They don't want to find it. Because if they ever do find that cure, the money dries up at their research foundation. Yeah. Okay. And I'm not knocking Michael. I'm not calling Mike a crook. Okay. I I think he's a good man. I think he's a. I I frankly think he's an innocent victim of the whole thing. But he believes these people. He believes the doctors. He believes these quote researchers who work for Big Pharma. 
Yeah. He's eating it up. And because of that, he'll never get cured. Mm-hmm. Okay? They know what causes it. Why don't you uh, tell us what causes it, Sarah? I don't know if, how many of you remember the um, Diet Pepsi commercials that he did in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Well, it was in the late 80s specifically that he started doing Diet Pepsi rather than just regular Pepsi. Then in 1991, he was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. The reason is that aspartame, aspartame causes Parkinson's disease. Aspartame is known to cause Parkinson's disease, and it's been known for a long time. Not only that, it's been shown to be a neurotoxin. It destroys the brain cells. It's an excitotoxin. Mm-hmm. I mean, and this is nothing new. A it's kind of like mercury and MSG combined, isn't it? it? It really, honestly, is. A study in Norway proved that not only did it destroy brain cells and destroy the memory, but it was particularly harmful to children. Mm-hmm. Now, getting Parkinson's disease at the, the age that Michael J. Fox was at the time, I believe he was under the age of 30, is like practically unheard of, called young onset Parkinson's disease. Mm-hmm. They have to have a special name for it. Yeah, exactly. It just doesn't really happen normally. And mm-hmm. it probably happened because he was constantly drinking these diet Pepsis funded, you know, by the Pepsi Corporation and most likely had them, you know, delivered to him for free. Oh, yeah. You know, Pepsi, PepsiCo had truckloads appearing at his house. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a little perk to his, his contract. Well, I do know that he was known to be an avid drinker of Diet Pepsi during mm-hmm. that time. Yeah, and, and it's a familiar pattern. You mm-hmm. know, you start drinking this stuff obsessively and you start having nerve nerve disorders. In fact, it's what got my mom on the medical treadmill. Okay, I was able to trace it back. Of course, I wasn't able to convince them I'm, I'm, the, I'm the, quote, crazy one who does alternative medicine. <laughs> but it started with these diet drinks, diet foods and have aspartame in them, they fried her central nervous system. And suddenly she couldn't hold a pulse rate properly anymore. Started having major heart problems. And to get her pulse to respond, or to get her heart to respond properly and have a proper pulse, then they had to put a pacemaker in. And then they had to keep scanning her and messing with that. And and coincidentally, suddenly breast cancer was in that breast. Who would have thought? Mm -hmm. And um, so they had to do more testing and cut her up and and other stuff. And then, you know, lo and behold, it it spread all over her body, which which just totally surprised me. Were you shocked too, Sarah? Uh, I was shocked, I I was just so shocked at that. And um, she's on her deathbed right now. I'm I'm just going to move on. I I, I can't go there. But um, as as far as Michael J. Fox goes... Aspartame is not a cause of Parkinson's disease. It is, for the most part, the cause. cause, Mm -hmm. Okay? It was considered in previous times a rare condition. Yes. Cancer was a rare condition. It was almost unheard of. Yeah, all of these diseases are becoming more and more common. Yeah. And yet they're being touted as genetic. Yeah, yeah. Cancer was like one in every 3,000, you know, like 100 Mm -hmm. years ago. What was it? I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Now it's one in three. Yeah, or one and two, I believe. It depends if you're male or female. Male male or female, yeah, whether it's one or two, one or three. Yeah. And, um, you know, aspartame not only does Parkinson's disease, but pretty much anything else that messes with the mind, multiple sclerosis. Yeah. Known to be linked. Fibromyalgia. Uh Uh-huh. It can be a... Well, the fibromyalgia, isn't that... uh, Is that linked to parasites? No, No, I'm thinking lupus. Fibromyalgia is MSG and aspartame. Yeah, fibromyalgia. It's excitotoxins, basically. Yes. All right, so it's a, it's a huge contributing factor for that, too. Then. Yes, absolutely. If you eliminated MSG and aspartame, fibromyalgia would disappear overnight. <laughs> overnight? Well, it, there would be no, no diagnosis of it, but I think it would take a little while for people to start getting detoxified. Yeah, you know? yeah that's what I was thinking, uh, yeah. the detox process. And uh, once it crosses that blood-brain barrier that 
you know, the ante is up. It's harder to get it out, and the effects are more unpredictable. Yeah, but the the great majority of people have just taken away the aspartame and the MSG from their diet and noticed massive improvements. And Within a, 24 hours? Yes, and eventually a cure. Yeah, it's really sad. And, you know, we didn't even bother trying to contact Michael J. Fox or his foundation. We know there's no point. We know he's listening to them. We know that hundreds of other people have already tried to notify them of the very same thing. Because this wasn't some revolutionary brown geeking discovery. People have known this for 20, 30 years now. Yes. In fact, aspartame was actually pulled off the market by the FDA. Now, we, we have to applaud them for that. The FDA is kind of like a broken clock. At least twice a day they, they get something right. Yeah. Okay. And they pulled aspartame off the off the market, and, and not for just a trivial reason either. They pulled it off the market because they knew and had verified that it causes brain tumors. Just a little thing, huh? Just a, just a minor little issue. Brain tumors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So they figured, let's pull the plug on this quickly. And they did. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they studied it for I don't know how long, and then the, the, the study, entire board decided let's the just entire board. It was unanimous, you know. With, with mm-hmm. we had one meeting over it, yep. one meeting unanimous. Let's get this thing off, yeah, crud uh-huh. off the market. You know what I'm thinking, but get the crud off the market, and they did. And then Donald Rumsfeld, um, Rumsfeld, Rumsfeld, sorry, the president of Cyril Corporation, who discovered aspartame, um, went in under Ronald Reagan as his transition team, fired the head of the FDA, and the ne- th- that very day, his first day on the job, mm-hmm. got aspartame approved. Well, yeah, he put in a new, he- a new head of the FDA, who was his personal friend. Who had no, like, medical or health or... No, he was a former defense contractor. Defense contractor for the head of the FDA. Yeah. yeah. And um, then the guy got fired for taking bribes. Yeah. His last move um, in the FDA, that, that new head, was to approve uh, approve a spa team in soft drinks. And then just after that, he was... He was canned. Well, he was canned. Yeah, he canned. See, so they approved it in dry foods first. Yes. And then they waited three years. Then they approved it in the soft drinks. And then, of course, the use of it really exploded at that point. Uh-huh. Really good for business. In fact, Donald Rumsfeld got a, what was it, was it $12 million? Yeah, $12 million. A $12 million... Um, bonus. Bonus. It's not a bribe, people. It's a, quote, bonus for his help with getting it pushed through by Monsanto. Was it Monsanto who paid him? Um, I believe, yeah, because Monsanto had bought out. Had bought it out. Yeah, and, and, of course, Rumsfeld was so helpful, wasn't he? Yes, he was. And, of course, then Monsanto helped him as well. And his friend, who, wasn't he like the, the head medical guy after that, after... And um, was it Monsanto? Yes, he was the chief medical advisor. The medical, the, the defense contractor, the guy that mm-hmm. sold tanks and machine guns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was amazing that he was suddenly on par with the U.S. Surgeon General. Sounds very scientific to me, Thomas. Yes, it does sound like FDA science. Yes, it does. Well, everyone, we're at the end of our show now. I want to thank everyone for listening in and ask everyone to listen in again. For now, this is Thomas signing off. Yeah, we'll encourage people to come by our website at healthwise.org. That's health, W-Y-Z-E, dot org. Oh, I, can I put in, Sarah? Sure. Um, when we started off, we spelled wise, W-Y-Z-E, to make our site unique. And we were really the only people using that name. There was a software company, you know, using wise yeah. as part of their name, like a healthwise. But since then, dozens of people have copied and imitated us, um... I guess we should take that as flattery. 
we've been imitated so much. But I just want to tell you people, don't settle for an imitation. Come to us. Again, that's healthwyze.org. And this is Sarah signing off. Thanks. Goodbye, everyone. Bye.